Welcome to the IT Collab, the podcast where the realms of community and collaboration intersect to revolutionize the delivery of IT managed services. I'm your host, Brandon Barnes. Whether you are an experienced IT professional seeking to expand your skill set or a visionary business leader in search of innovative solutions, we have you covered. Our experienced guests, comprising of industry veterans and thought leaders, will offer invaluable perspectives and insights to guide you through the dynamic landscape of IT. So, let us embark on this thrilling journey together. Let's go! And today I'm here with Sarah Damore. Um, she is the operations manager for Hope Haven, Rwanda, which is a school in Rwanda to help, I guess, children grow. Um, do you want to, what else do you do here? We're in Rwanda right now, so just, just so you know, it's raining outside. We're in, uh, we're on the campus here in Rwanda, and we're actually... She showed me everything and how crazy big this place is and how it's growing. So what what would you say that you do here? Well, my role with the organization, we're a nonprofit in the U.S., um, Hope Haven, Rwanda, and then we manage a school here in Rwanda. We're about 20, 20 minutes outside the capital city of Kigali, Kigali. in a really, really poor and rural area. Uh, it's kind of remarkable when you're really that close to the city how the disparity can change pretty quickly. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, but the school has been here since 2012, and I've been on staff for almost seven years, and this is my 12th trip to Rwanda when I'm here. I do a lot of hosting of guests um, and visitors, and then I also work with a lot of the administration. I'm not a teacher, um, but I work with the IT department, leadership team, um, just try to help Put together processes and structure um, to some of the things that we've done. We've grown significantly in the last 12 months. Our student uh, body grew like 80%. So we've just seen a oh, lot of challenges. When you say 80%, I mean, me coming here seeing this, uh, uh, 80%, I, the, the numbers wise is how much, I think we said close to 1,800 people total? Yep, right now, this, this current school year, we have about 1,800 students total between our nursery, primary, and secondary right. um, schools. And, but last year, I mean, a year ago, um, you know, we had about 500 or so. What we did when we opened up our secondary school, which is a boarding school, is we recruited students from all over the country to come here. Um, before that time, everyone had to live in pretty close proximity to our school. And that's Those were the people that we were serving. Um, in Rwanda, people have like a poverty rating and um, we were really focused on the lowest two. So there's four, four ratings and so we wanted people in the uh, one and two category. Um, those are people Pretty much people that have either no job or you know all day labor, it's hand to mouth, you know, every day, um, and how they survive. Um, and so there's a lot of kids in the in that environment who are very sharp and very talented, but they just don't have the resources or the parents, you know. How did they? Um, how do they get rated? It's 
based on uh, like if you own a home or if you or what your career is, um, if you have a paycheck. Um, okay. So a level one person ha does not own any property. They don't have a regular income. Um, Are they homeless? I wouldn't really say they're homeless because they stay. They just stay places. People just find places. The community, you know, here is everyone kind of really supports each other. Mm -hmm. um, so people just find places to stay. It's, um, not, it's not like America. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, you don't find like people living out. I mean, I shouldn't say not at all, but. Uh, most people at least are brought in by a neighbor or somebody to stay there. And the majority just rent. Um, so renting like a very, very small, like maybe eight by eight room or something, might be like equivalent to like $5 a month. Um, and then that, that was significant for a family, if someone who has no income. How, you fit a family in that? Yeah. I, I just visited recently a, a mother with two children mm -hmm. uh, in a single room that she wow. was is renting. Like a the bed and a bed. That's about it. Wow. Well, and, not, and the bed was in really really bad shape. I mean it's it's bad. Wow. It's it's more of a piece of foam. Because you did like a home visit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, I guess the reason why uh, I want to you're on an IT podcast. Yeah. Is um, you guys actually had me come out so that I can help build out your IT infrastructure? Um, I think for me, I was absolutely astonished at the place itself <laughs> and understanding why you'd want me to come all the way out here to help with this. So it's kind of cool. But uh, why did you guys feel the need that you needed? You know, you needed more IT infrastructure security. Well, I mean, as a school, we see the value, you know, in making sure these students are learning and can be real, you know, they can compete in the world marketplace, you know, they need to know IT. Yeah. Everything, obviously, we know back in the U.S., we use our devices for everything. Everything. And we want these students to have the same access. Um, so, but we need to have an environment where it's safe, you know, and secure. We're not um, subjecting our students or staff to temptation or, you know, things that <laughs> yes. are not appropriate. Um, when they're here, they should be focused on school and academics. So we've just introduced a lot of um, technology, but we've not really done it um, well from the very beginning. You know, we kind of are always reacting and not proactive. So it, we've just now, because of the, at the scale that we're at and the kind of um, courses that we're teaching, so the auditorium, I mean, we yeah. we're using it, so we need to have it a good foundation. Yeah, I need a, I, I almost need pictures for this just to show people <laughs> how crazy big this place is. It Even is. the auditorium last night, like, I, we was at the top of the building. Yeah. In the back, you felt all those kids in there to do a movie night, and it was, it was massive. I mean, that's... Yeah, it seats like no 700 yeah. on, the, on that lower level. Um, yeah, but you know, when you have seven, eight hundred teenagers. Well, how many? How many devices? How many tablets do you have? In our secondary school, we have six hundred and forty. We use Samsung tablets. Six hundred and forty Samsung tablets. Okay. Yeah. That are not. They're managed by Samsung Knox to a point. Correct. But yeah. not like fully. Fully managed, right? 
Yeah, I mean, the, the students, we found out last year, because we just started the tablets a year ago, and they very quickly were, figured out how to bypass any yeah. kind of settings <laughs> yeah. uh, and deactivate anything, and so they were just enjoying the tablet um, at, at and, any. and watching lots of movies and whatever, playing games. Um, it doesn't help your cause. No, it doesn't. Necessarily all the time. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of fun that they figure stuff out, but then it becomes a game. Yeah. I think um, we have some students that we could definitely use them as our guinea pigs, you know, like I want them to show me. Really? There's a few of them? Oh, yeah. They're really smart kids. So, they, I mean, I like give, me, give them the device and let's have them see what they can do. Are they, uh, you test class of, of your computer? Yeah, like you won't get in trouble. All right. <laughs> Try and bypass this. <laughs> show me what you can get, out, get through on this. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so I've been doing... I've been, this is like probably fifth episode. I, I did a couple episodes about, I've been doing like a whole thing on security, right? So I, I asked people, what is IT security? And I guess this kind of fits in that realm too because we're locking down devices. And when we lock down devices, it is an integral piece of security because you're basically securing your environment the way you want it. Right. Um, I, think, I think you see the value. Like I said, I was still, when I first heard this, I was not sure that it was the right fit. Like, why do they really need to get this secure? But I understand now, uh, fully from seeing this, that you do. But to you, I, I have to ask this question. What is IT security from your standpoint? Or what? Um, well, and it can be as simple yeah, basic. There's I'm no wrong I'm answer. I'm not a super IT person. No. It, <laughs> I have enough knowledge, I guess. But, you know, I mean, we really just want to provide a, a, a safe environment for the students. And also, you know, it's a huge investment for us on all these devices. I mean, it, we need to be good stewards of the dollars that our donors, you know, have given us and to, to invest in all of this technology and... Not lose it? Yeah. Make sure it's secure. It. Make sure that they can't... Yeah, they're yeah. just... Again, there seems to be processes and responsibility showing, you know, good um, digital what's it called, responsibility, or, you know, these, so many young people, they don't realize there's really no such thing as delete. <laughs> Once you post it, I mean, it's, it's <laughs> you're gone. Yeah. And so they don't totally get that, you know, and then they, they just push all the limits. And so, and it's, but the same thing with our staff, you know, when they're here, we want them to be focused on teaching and academics, and we want to provide technology that is appropriate for all of that and lock out and, and secure things that are not necessary for when they're here at school. I always say that security is a balance of functionality and security. Yeah. Because you're really trying to find that good balance of like, hey, I don't want you surfing the internet all the time and I'll do all the things, but I still need you to do your job and have some freedom. So it's yeah, and sometimes balance. with the tablets, I mean, the way the classrooms are set up, I mean, a student, the teacher doesn't know they're in the front of the classroom. The kid's sitting there on their tablet. Well, it's, it's also resources, right? Like, I, I don't yeah. want you guys using this to watch the things you're going to watch and do the things you're going to do. Use your own personal stuff for that. I think uh, as we start to, you know, enroll all these devices and start this security slash, you know, infrastructure. I think it's a, people always ask me what security is in IT, too. I go, it's layers. Because mm -hmm. then you're going to talk to me about, oh, well, an email was sent in that was unsecured here. You know, there's different areas. The network is a piece of security, and the, the email is a piece of security. You have to secure that. And you have to secure your 
um, you know, I don't know, files. If you want your file, there's all kinds of different layers you want to do. But for here, this is in particular, your infrastructure, your, your devices are huge to me. Yeah, I mean, we didn't, you're trying to make we didn't have a firewall in no. place all last year. And so... You don't want people searching, you know, especially kids, you don't want them searching for bad things. Yeah. Inappropriate we, things, you know. We then, people share our, our network uh, passwords. Yeah. We have people that are standing right outside the gates. <laughs> trying to get device. internet. Oh, they're on. They okay. get on but the that, That's security. That is a piece of security, <laughs> So right? then they're on our network, and who knows what they're, <laughs> you know, doing and what they're going to expose us to, so... Yeah. That's, that's actually a... They call it piggybacking. Yeah. And, uh... So if you if you're gonna pull off a crime, cyber crime, uh-huh. you can go connect to. That's why they have all these nomenclature, you know, all these different things when you go to a Starbucks and they make you agree to things. Right. It's called piggybacking. Yeah. So if someone's gonna do something violent, they'll pick your password, do it off yours, but because they know it's off your IP, not theirs. Yeah, I mean, we definitely don't want anyone to. We're just stealing. Get, just get stealing. into our system. Yeah, right. we don't have that much. Sensitive information. I mean, we have some, but most of our other solutions for like student data and stuff are all cloud-based. You know, so they're not stored here. That's awesome. Yeah. Um. So over, I'm gonna be here for the next week mm-hmm. plus. We're gonna do a lot of work. <laughs> I, I mean, I think it was funny when I was talking to you and you were telling me how you. <laughs> At first, you're like, just lock it all down. <laughs> it was kind of funny. Like, well, if they, if they want it, like, we're trying to allow applications. We're trying to make sure they have passwords. And it's just funny the, the way it's going to go, but I'm excited for um, this whole thing to take place. Yeah, it's easier to um, give than take away. So if it's, that, it'll seem more of a win to the, the staff and teachers if all of a sudden they ask for it. We're like, oh, yeah, that's okay. So then we give it to them. But you know, wanna, if we're like, you can't have that, we keep taking things away. When you when you uh, go to school, they actually tell you with a firewall. The first thing you should do is lock it all the way down. Yeah. And then slowly start undoing it as you go, and that way, instead of going the opposite, where you slowly start locking things down. Right. Um, which is interesting because your screamers are going to go come first mm-hmm. and say, "Hey, I need this. I really need this," and then they have to justify why they need said things open. You know, because you start talking about Facebook, TikTok, right. all these different areas, right? You have guests that come in and donors that come in. I didn't realize the beautiful places you have here for donors, and they can come visit. And you have, you know, when you have people from, what is it, uh, youth groups, things mm-hmm. that, that visit the yeah. dorm, for the dorms back here, beautiful food. So, I mean, there's all kinds of different people that need different access. Right. And so that's also a piece of it. Your teachers, administration, the guests, yep. you know, it's it's all going to be different. So. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah, awesome. Um, I just... Honestly, I, uh, other than that, I just want to kick off and I appreciate you jumping on the podcast. Yeah. And unless there's anything else you want to talk about here. No, I'm super excited that you're here. And I am I know it's going to be a, more than just this trip, you know. It's going to evolve. <laughs> it takes time. It takes time. <laughs> Automation. That's going to be fun, too, right? Right. You start automating the, yeah. the I, when you onboard stuff and the I, or the Samsung Knox devices. Yeah. I think, you know, I... My goal, too, is I really want to empower the teachers you know, so they feel like they have the tools they need right. to, you know, I, I don't want to be like uh, prison guard or something. You know, I'm not going to sit here and tell them they can't have something. You know, they have a reason. I'm not here to question it necessarily. But Do they have, do these kids have their own devices out there? Like, do their parents have phones? And Some of them do, but they no one can bring their devices here. They can't, no. no. So when they're uh, here at school... 
no, we can't bring anything. Um, and it, it's all over the range. Is you know, some of our kids are extremely poor families, so their parents might have like a really, really basic cell phone. You know, definitely not a smartphone. They, they still have the like flip, flip phones. phones. Oh yeah. Really? Those yeah. Are, they're still big out here. And a, a lot of phones that are used out here, you can you don't need to buy your airtime like if. Um, and our parents pay their school fees through their phone because uh, they do mobile money. It's kind of like doing Venmo, but it's um, yeah, something different. mobile money. So you just text a code, and then you can put in the dollar amount and pay your school fees. And you don't need to have airtime for that, um, the way they, they set up these systems, because you get, you get a family who can't afford to pay right. for airtime. No one has, like, unlimited like, uh, like data plans like we do. It's not the same over here. No, they constantly run out of airtime, so people are always running up. You'll see along the road little um, umbrella stands that are selling airtime. Really? Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> if, okay, so you, you've visited some of these houses, though, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. How many of these houses do you think have computers? None. 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 I've never seen a computer in any of our homes. Are you serious? No. And most of them don't even have electricity. They don't have plumbing, they don't have... Electricity. Mm -mm. It depends. Some might have... It just depends, but if they have electricity, it's for like one light bulb. Wow. Okay. You go to some homes and they might have a, a TV, like, like what I have in here, you know, where um, they might have service, like a real minimal kind of... DVD player or something connected yeah. to it? A lot of... They, they do a lot of um, downloading, put things on flash drives, oh, okay. and then... Play it off that. You can again. You can go up to the road. There's like a little stand that you can go get a movie on a flash drive, and then you can take it it's home. Not, it's not. I think it's crazy because I remember back like in New York City, I'd go see <laughs> DVDs or Blu-rays that are burnt. And you're like, oh my god, let's get the newest, yeah. latest, greatest. So to see it, uh, it's hilarious to hear it on a flash drive. Yeah, and they, they don't care. It could be no. a movie from 1987. Yeah, they don't. No. But, it's um, it's it depends. You know, we do have different levels of. Um, economics you know in our student body so some mm. kids do come from a nicer home with probably computers at home what about teachers no no most of our teachers live in our community okay. uh, you'll see that they walk home they um, they have, do they have their proper phones. schooling what's that do they have proper schooling and everything yeah it depends on like the lower like if you teach in preschool level or lower elementary you might have a teaching certificate and then as you Get into older than they have like a bachelor's degree and some have master's degrees. Master's degree. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Seriously? Yeah. Like where from? Um, a lot of East Africa. We have a lot of teachers from Uganda. Um, I think Uganda just must have a pretty good system on training their teachers and they learn English. They train in English. So it's hard to find jobs, so it's, they like to come here. Um, so a lot of, some of our teachers that do that, I mean, they leave their families behind for when they're here for like 12, 13 weeks, and they find a place to rent near here, and then they'll go home during breaks to see their family. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess in one way, I want to look at it and go, are, you know, are we helping by maybe giving more technology, bringing technology, or at least introducing it to people here to grow? I mean, to me, I, I think I look at the way we were talking about even building computer from scratch mm -hmm. and how big that used to be when I was young, you know, earlier on in technology, right. get your A plus certification and build computers and they 
you, know, you get really kind of nerdy with it. You're like, oh, I got to make this go here, but it's it's really cool building these things. And then now, we're as Americans, you don't see it as much because it's just like toss. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's by and it's gone. Yeah. But I, what I didn't realize is that a lot of our old phones and stuff come over here. So when you recycle a Samsung or you recycle things, mm-hmm. I, I, they come over here. Yeah. Or they come to other countries that need or so any recycling things you see at Best Buy. They go, yeah, we'll take it. We'll take your devices and they exactly. recycle them. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that? I didn't know. A lot of times when I'm, some of our staff, they might want an iPhone. That's like, to have an the iPhone here is royalty. royalty. And so, but I will help them. Like, I might buy it off of Amazon. I just get a refurbished iPhone, yeah. Bring it out for them. Like, no one out here has, like, a brand new, like, they didn't have the iPhone 15, that's for sure. But, um, like, an iPhone 10, 11. And they're like, it's like the employee of the month gets an iPhone, and they're like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's, um. It's a pretty big contest, I guess. Yeah, most people this year have whatever, Nokia, whatever, the old, whatever's just. The old stuff? Yeah. That's, I mean, it's. I guess it's hard to fathom sometimes just how far advanced we are in some areas like that. Yeah, no, when you're here, you gotta pretend like it's like 1990 or something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I did not see, I see a lot of laptops. I didn't see any like CRT monitors and like big, huge computer, you know, no. things, but <laughs> that's cool. Uh, have you seen any areas where there is a lot of technology in Rwanda at all? Um, I have not. I mean, I'm sure in like a lot of the government, you know, offices and any of the USA, you know, the embassies, um, hotels, you know, the Marriott, things like that. The travel, they, travel yeah, people. You know, travel, tourism. So, but it's hard. Like if I, I have to go to an Apple store, it's a little, there's like maybe one or two. Here? In Kigali. Mm-hmm. You have to go to the Apple store? Well, it's not even an Apple store. It's just an Apple. Place. Yeah, Apple retailers. What, they, what did you have to get fish? One time, well, I think because of the power here, yeah, the power here is 240. Right. Or two, 220, I should say. It'll, um, it'll zap it. My battery, it, yeah, ex- expanded quite significantly. <laughs> <laughs> did you get a new one? or? They were able to get it out and I they put in a new battery, so oh, really? I was happy. But I, kinda, to, like, take I, the I really off. freaked out. The guy was really freaked out <laughs> trying to open it. He, like you would, he stood as far back as his arm would reach, you know, because he didn't want the explode. Would explode yeah. yeah, that's what. <laughs> <laughs> was it a different kind of iPhone here? It was. It was an, uh, a MacBook. It was. Oh, okay. A oh, the, okay. Computer, not yeah. an iPhone. Yeah. What is so? Do they have different types of batteries or any different things for the two twenty here? I don't know. I think no, because you know, even all the all the devices we buy are coming. They come from like. In uh, Dubai or India okay. or somewhere, you know, they're not. So it's just a matter of the power, the power conversion. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> well, it's been fun. Um, I'm gonna wrap it up. I just okay. want to say thank you for joining me. It's it's really just small talk. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was really cool. We're gonna. I want to kind of wrap it up and talk about my whole experience while I've been here because I think thus far you've been showing me the whole place and just the whole network and all the different back in infrastructure so we can talk more and at any level even if it's just a school there's still security exactly. and there's still it's all IT I think in, in general I just I'm doing the whole thing on security right but IT in general starts in so many different areas and it's kind of cool to hear that 
you're trying to improve and teach these kids and teach these, you know, you're actually using technology here to improve it, and I think that's a huge leap, so it's right. awesome. Yeah. Thank you for joining me. Great, thank you.